This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The Sports Complex. Afternoons 5 to 7. Hell yeah! On the Horn. All right, hour two. Sports Complex here on the Horn. Shortened episode today. We got a Rangers game. Pre-game starts at 630. They start off their series uh, against the Angels. Shohei Otani and the Angels kicking off the series. I believe Scherzer is on the mound tonight for the Rangers. So uh, should be a good one in Arlington. Uh, we'll get you there at 630 for the pre-game. Uh, going to be some short shows this week because a lot of Rangers games this week. But that's what's going to happen here on the Sports Complex. Keep sending those in. Keep sending. I like uh, some more names. We get a Draymond Green in there. A Stefan Diggs in there. I like those. Biggest even sports. Send them in. 512-337-3776. How you can hit us up on the Specs text line. I'll read off. If we get any more, we'll read them off before we go off the air here uh, at 630. Do you want to get into? Texas had their first spring scrimmage over the weekend. Uh, we did get some notes out of it. It was closed to the public. It was closed to the media. But I believe uh, families were in there. And then, you know, certain VIPs were in there. So you did get some reports. And, and Sark talked to the media today. We'll have audio of that tomorrow. Uh, but he didn't talk to the media until I was already on the air, so pretty hard for me to cut audio while I'm doing this. I, I, I do try and do as many things as I can uh, here at the station, but listening to one thing, cutting one thing, and then talking about another, not an ability I have yet, but who knows? We're only week two of the sports complex. Maybe maybe I'll get there one day. Uh, some SkyBridge updates, though. Uh, one of the most uh, exciting ones, we can say, to start off, uh, all reports, Alfred Collins had a great scrimmage. He has uh, apparently had a great practices. Uh, and Sark said today it was his consistency is what is happening. But, man, if you mean Alfred Collins, if that dude can step up and play at the level that we have been talking about him playing for for the last three years, two, three years, that we've been saying, man, Alfred Collins could be this guy. From even recruiting, for him coming here, Alfred Collins could be this dude. If he wants to have that year, this season, he wants to have it, have the NFL draft year, have that big thing. Alfred Collins, that is a huge, huge step up for this defense, and it means that your pass rush could be taking a step forward that it's it's been slowly taking steps forward. We remember a few years ago when Sark first came in, they could not rush the, bat, the passer whatsoever. And then they started to get more, put, more hurries and, and more pressure rates, but they couldn't get – the sacks were still not coming. The sacks are still not great, but they're getting better. Uh, but, yes, Alfred Collins, if he starts going in there and wreaking havoc up the middle, it is going to open up so many other things. Uh, so I, I, I would tell you, Alfred Collins, the reports that he was dominating at points during this scrimmage is very good. And I know that's against the O-line, and if you're saying first string or second string O-line – but I, I, the Texas O-line is not one of my major worries. You know, you still have that left tackle, Kelvin Banks, who's going to be amazing. So uh, great news there from Alfred Collins. Uh, the one that, of course, the biggest media, uh, of nationwide media would take notice is that Arch Manning had a great game. After a spring game where he clearly did not perform at a level that he wanted to perform, you saw Arch Manning, from all reports, uh, play an insane amount better. You know, he's getting more used to the speed of the game. 
again, you know, when he's playing that spring game, he should be in high school. So there is reason why he may have not been at the peak level that he could be at. But he said, every said he said he looked good. And then the crazy part, apparently he may be one of the more athletic quarterbacks at, te- and at Texas this season that he hit speeds of 20 miles per hour. He had two third downs that he picked up first downs on with big runs. So uh, Arch Manning looking good is a definite plus for the Texas Longhorns. And there is no quarterback controversy, right? We know Quinn Ewers is starting quarterback. Nothing of that is changing. Arch Manning may be trying to play. And look, I love the competition because what you want is you want Arch Manning to push Malik Murphy because you want Malik Murphy to step up and take his opportunity. I I mean, if you assume Malik Murphy is going to transfer after the season, you hope he doesn't. But I, I think that's kind of one of the main assumptions is that, look, if Arch Manning takes that step forward and Quinn Ewers goes to the NFL draft after this season and Arch Manning is now in line and he's getting – and he's stepping up, then you know what? Then then Malik Murphy's probably going to have to – he may step aside to go help his own career. I get it. I won't be mad if that's the case. But we also know it's hard for a quarterback to play a full season at Texas – and you want Malik Murphy to earn that number two spot. So if Quinn Ewers goes down for even a few plays, Malik Murphy gets in there and let's see what he can do. So it's it's nice to see to say to have a real quarterback competition of a two and a three quarterback. And it's nice to see that Arch Manning is, is being able to play at a higher level than he played in that spring game. We knew that it was going to be better, but to see it already in the first scrimmage is pretty good. Uh, the defense is creating more turnovers which I know it's against you, so you know, you can, you're only going to win so much. But uh, creating turnovers, a big factor. I know we, t- we played a clip the other day. Uh, Jalen Ford talked about Derek uh, Johnson coming and helping him. And we know Derek Johnson has the signature reach around, poke, punch the ball out from behind, tackle. And he was apparently trying to show that to Jalen Ford. So maybe some of these uh, running backs are, are coming in at a higher level right now some of these defensive linebackers are coming in and trying to make a bigger play. And then the news out of the wide receiver room. Uh, the wide receiver room, uh, they said, A.D. Mitchell, we know. And so they, every report now, every report we are getting from uh, from out of Texas is that A.D. Mitchell continues to impress. So it's kind of not even a surprise anymore that A.D. Mitchell seems like a guy that, I mean, he – played on a national championship team last year, and I know he didn't see the field a ton, but he's probably good enough if he gets recruited to that team. So, A.D. Mitchell and seeing that report is a very good thing. You want to see Jonte Cook playing well is another sign that's really good. And, you know, Xavier Worthy did set it out. He practiced today. Sark said he practiced today. Jordan Wellington had an injury but did practice today. Uh, Sark said in his uh, media availability. So no major injuries, it seems, coming out of that scrimmage, which we talked about the other day was Sark saying the physicality had increased. The physicality had increased for Texas, and and it even though he was playing harder, and you know, yeah, it's it's you know it's hotter out, and we're trying to go even with all of that. That Texas is having less injury problems because they're playing a little bit looser and a little bit more confidently. And I, I, it's a weird way of 
if you just try and play the sports and play football the right way, sometimes you can get out of it with less injuries as opposed to trying to be uh, a little bit safer and, you know, maybe pulling up on a hit, but then you hit awkwardly. It's just nice to see that so far uh, we don't have the injuries. I will knock on wood. Now that I've said it, we will knock on because it is still a, uh, a, a long enough road to get to uh, Texas first game against Rice in about 19 days, I believe. We're 19 days away from college football, and it, they, there's still some more scrimmages coming up. Of course, this scrimmage was basically the let's see who's playing all right, let's see who's going, and we will get through. Uh, we will get a look at some of our players in a in a in a real game time situation. Let those guys kind of get something going, and. Scrimmage two is now where we start to talk about the depth charts. When we talk about, uh, you know, possible wide receivers and getting those, that's that's going to be next. That'll be the next game, especially with Jordan Whittington playing some more and with uh, Xavier Worthy, I'm sure, coming back. It'll maybe that depth chart of the wide receiver room will sort itself out a little bit more. The depth chart of, of quarterbacks. And if Arch Manning is going to redshirt, if Arch Manning is going to be number two, it, where he sits on that as well, that'll start happening more in scrimmage number two. Looks like we do have breaking news from the NFL world. We'll get to that uh, in just a minute. But some breaking news involving the New York Jets and one of our uh, – uh, a story that's been uh, progressing for a while, but apparently that deal is coming out. We'll check that in a little bit. I do want to give you a quick recruiting update. Uh, first off, today it's coming over. Five-star defensive back, Kobe Black. Uh, it's been getting crystal balls to Texas all day today. Another five-star recruit, Jerry Hamilton from On3, was talking about the Texas recruiting class and how it could be going up after the uh, commitment of J- uh, Colin Simmons of how that class is going to start sco- uh, moving up and how they were ranked 17th in recruiting for 2024 before getting Colin Simmons, how much they could be jumping up if they get Colin Simmons, if they get Kobe Black. There's still a few more. Here's Jerry Hamilton talking about uh, – Texas is ranking for recruiting in 2024. Texas currently has the 17th ranked class in America. Did the addition of Colin Simmons put them on track to finish with the top 10 class? And what do you think is needed for a top five finish? Yeah, I think absolutely it did. I mean, that's kind of the bell cow, that momentum, you know, that was slower to develop versus last year when Arch Manning committed in June, right before big visit weekend. Yeah, I mean, you look, Texas has four, four, five stars still on the board. They're right there with, we've mentioned them. Uh, Kobe Black, Brandon Baker, Ryan Ryan Wingo. Then you have Dominic McKinley, who's deciding September 1st. The reality, Josh, as we know, is if Texas hits on two more of those guys, has three five stars, they're going to be in that five, six, seven, eight range. Then it becomes how big does your class get? I think Texas has signed 25 guys. So if they hit on three five stars with a 25-man class with what's left, guys like Wardell Mack as possibilities and some others, then they're going to be right there knocking on the door for a third straight top five class. There you go. That's what you want to hear because it seems like Sark's doing a great job. So you wonder how he's so far down. It's just they're a little bit behind, and I don't even think they're really behind in the grand scheme of things because they have the guys they're going after. And if they get those guys they're going after, you're never behind. You're right on track. You're right on your pace. Uh, you know, we, Georgia's always going to be able a, a national championship dynasty like Georgia is going to be able to recruit. Alabama is another dynasty that is slowing down a little bit, but they're going to be able to recruit just fine. So certain that some of these teams are going to be perennial top fives. If Texas can get in that top five, and then they work out that coaching thing. That's really, 
look, that's what it always comes back to is can they work out that coaching thing at the end of the day? Because we know Sark is a great recruiter. Jeff Banks is a great recruiter. And Shard Choice and, and uh, so many of these guys, Chris Jackson now we're here, all these guys recruiting very well. Players are enjoy, Players love them. They're recruiting great. I, I, fourth quarter, week two. Third and fourth quarter. Second half, but really that fourth quarter in week two. Are we going to see a different coaching staff, a different Sark play calling? That's what that's what we want to see. Because until I see that, there's still that I can't I have to hold out all my hope and I can't go full in. I can't be chugging burn orange Kool-Aid until we get to week two, fourth quarter. And even and here's the thing is if Texas somehow, I don't think they do, if Texas somehow gets out and gets a huge lead against Alabama. And then they're playing the fourth. I, I just want to see fourth quarter play calling correctly. And even if they're behind in the fourth quarter, can they call a game to be close? Can they call a game to to play, you know, for to try and come back and, and manage the game clock and and call some plays that you know when when Alabama figures out your offense, are you gonna be able to do those things? That's what I want to see. So I, I until then, I love it. I'm so happy that we're recruiting like this. And look, as long as Sark keeps recruiting like this, he's going to keep his job because you don't want to lose all these recruits to the transfer portal. So he's going to he gets a little bit less of a hot seat. But we know what do we say? And the standard is this year: double digit wins, playing for a Big Twelve championship. That's where the standard is right now. That's where we need to be. So if he's not there, it's going to be a lot harder sell. And you're going to see if that transfer portal starts going. If if the progress doesn't happen, because right now he's still saying he's on track. He's still saying this is the plan. We are going according to plan. But we need to see that happen. We need to see that happen. Some breaking news out of the NFL. Adam Schefter is reporting, as multiple other people are. Uh, free agent running back Dalvin Cook has signed. He is no longer a free agent after getting cut by the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook's planning to sign a one-year deal worth up to $8.6 million to the New York Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. They get a guy. This was part of, we thought of part of the uh, Aaron Rodgers renegotiating his contract and basically taking a massive pay cut. Part of that felt like they were really trying to get another running back. He wanted to get another veteran in there. He wanted to get somebody else. And Dalvin Cook is that guy. Now you bring them in uh, with that the young players there. You bring in some experience with an Alan Lazard. You bring in some experience with a Dalvin Cook. And we know the injuries. Like, guys are going to get hurt, so you have to bring in some guys. And Dalvin Cook going to the Jets gives him a little bit more. And let's put it this way, who else was in the running for Dalvin Cook? Now, we know the Patriots were talking to him. They signed Zeke Elliott earlier today, so they're out. They're out of the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes. We know that. Miami really wanted Dalvin Cook, but I don't think they were getting near that $8.6 million mark. So if we say, hey, man, you kept him off of those other teams, you bring him in, Hopefully, Brees Hall is going to be a great running back in the NFL for a few years, and I can only say a few years now for running backs. We can no longer say Brees, you say a running back for years to come. No, you go, he's going to be a good running back for like four years, and then he's going to have a contract dispute, and he's going to have to hold out when he gets a franchise tag. But like four or five years, he's going to be really good. Brees Hall will be a good running back. I think playing in a committee, it hurts you financially, but it helps you uh, keep your legs and stay healthier. Because you don't have to run the ball 30 times a game. So I think Dalvin Cook signing is going to be really good for the New York Jets. Zeke to 
the Patriots, not so much. I think the Dalvin Cook signing is going to look much better over there. Uh, we're going to get you to the Rangers here at 630. Uh, note that the Rangers did lose a uh, late game on uh, or a extra innings game on Sunday. Astros lose a game to the Angels, but it means they don't move. Astros are still two and a half games behind the Angels. Astros playing right now, uh, and they're starting their series against the Marlins. It is still tied 0-0 on that. The Rangers will start at 7 o'clock tonight, pregame at 630 right here on the horn. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's talk a little bit about our big fat poll of the day. We'll get to that before we get out of here uh, in just a few minutes. Big fat poll of the day today. We know James Harden came out and dropped this bomb in China. Dropped this bomb today. Oh, Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. James Harden now now saying I will never be part of an organization with they there used to be there was a story that there was a picture like a massive picture of James Harden and Daryl Morey at Daryl Morey's house like they were their best buddies but he's saying he wants out of another team he wanted out of Oklahoma City he wanted out of Houston he wanted out of Brooklyn and now he, now he wants off of Philadelphia it's four teams that he has demanded a trade off of. Or I, Oklahoma City didn't really demand a trade. He wanted he wanted to get paid. They wasn't going to pay him. He was going to leave him free agency. So they went ahead and traded him. But this is the fourth team that he will be. He's asking to be traded from. Uh, it, it's just he he definitely seems to fall into the diva category. Justin Verlander not as much. He put out this uh, tweet earlier today. I want to say that I have nothing but respect for the Mets organization, and I enjoyed connecting with all my teammates this season, new and old. Truly was not a wonderful group of people. That being said, we all know the success of a team is made up of more than just the players on the field. Everyone's input is valuable. I'm sorry to hear that a staff member took off uh, took offense to constructive criticism on how we could improve. Wishing nothing but the best for the the best for the Mets moving forward. I love the the uh, took offense to a constructive criticism on how we could improve. Which you wonder is that off is the uh, constructive criticism? Hey man, uh, stop sucking. You suck. Stop sucking. Is that the constructive criticism? Or was he saying, hey, man, maybe, you know, on uh, on game days we could change up our uh, schedule a little bit more and, you know, the team bus is leaving at a weird time. Maybe it's something like that. But I guess whatever it was, he gets called a diva. So we asked the question today for Patrick's Big Fat Bowl. I, I don't know. Is Kyrie going to be the fourth? Is it James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Aaron Rodgers, and Kyler Murray? Is that what we're going with? I wanted, I wanted the people to talk, so we'll get it. So take the specs text line. we got a couple minutes left, 512-337-3776. Hit us up on the specs text line. Let me know what you think of who is the biggest diva in sports. We do have another LeBron, a Draymond Green, or Kyrie Irving. Stefan Diggs is an interesting one. Stefan Diggs, who just shows up every once in a while, his name pops up, and he's just unhappy, and he was, he was unhappy with the, the Bills, but none of us know why. I don't know what that one was about. So, I, Stefan Diggs, I don't know if he's there yet. I feel like he could be, though. He, he could be. But the biggest even in sports today, if you have another name for us, other than the ones we have named, I think those are the four. Russell Wilson uh, is a big diva. 
you know, he I don't even know if he's a diva because I he's too awkward to be a diva, isn't he? Isn't Russell Wilson just too awkward? To really be a real diva? Like I feel like to be a diva, you gotta be that Aaron Rodgers and comfortable in yourself to be able to, you know, dress up silly for going into training camp and then wonder why people are acting silly around you. That that's that's the Aaron Rodgers, the diva of like, no, no, if I do it, it's cool, but if you do it, it's not. That kind of thing, which James Harden does. With James Harden getting mad. James Harden and Kyrie both on the both on the nets, and James Harden getting mad because Kyrie was saging the the Boston locker room when they go to Boston. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird situation, but uh, I appreciate it. So everybody text us in there. 512-337-3776. Uh Ben Simmons, try Diva. He did. But Ben Simmons didn't, I don't know if he even tried Diva so much as he he kind of feigned where he just wasn't, he goes, you know, you guys, could you just stop being so mean? <laughs> we went, no, we're kids, Philadelphia. <laughs> They're going to be mean. It's kind of what we do here in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, if you missed the news earlier today, Zach Martin has reached a deal with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, he is set uh, to put, come back. He is already, I believe, back at camp. Uh, so this deal was kind of in the works. Uh, the people thought that this deal was probably getting close to happening because Jerry Jones didn't talk to the media after the uh, first preseason game. So they thought maybe something was happening, but he didn't want to leak it yet. Uh, but basically, ben, uh, Zach Martin is going to get uh, $4 million more each year, and the years will be fully guaranteed for the next two years. So it is a little bit more money. It is not the full $8 million, I think, a year that would have caught him back up to being uh, close to the top-tier uh, guards' salary. So it's not fully what he wanted. He did p- probably pay about a million dollars in fines. So you're only really getting seven. But you know what? At only seven is silly. Only seven is silly. OBJ on our divas list, yeah. OBJ, I bet OBJ's in that weird thing where I don't know if he's a diva as much as he is eccentric, because I don't know if he's a, like negative to the team. He seemed to be good on the Rams. He doesn't, I don't know, and he may be. He may be. I think he's right on that verge. I like that, though. I like that. Uh, we get from our man Jacob Standard. He's throwing in Kawhi Leonard as the diva. Kawhi Leonard is the the background diva, isn't he? But Kawhi Leonard is that background diva of the one that you never know. I, I still say he Kaiser Soze'd uh, the entire situation where he kept saying it was his uncle, and he kept saying that, uh, it was going to be that he was like, the uncle doesn't like this. His uncle doesn't like anything. Uh, his uncle doesn't like the Spurs and all of that. And he, you know, he maybe, maybe he'll stay in Toronto and all these things. He had a meeting with Drake while he was talking to the Clippers, telling him if they get Paul George, I'll sign with you. And he organizes a trade where Paul George says he was going to stay in Oklahoma city. He does all of those things. And we don't know about it until the night where it goes, Kawhi Leonard's going to the Clippers. Paul George is going to the Clippers. We go, oh, man, we got Kaiser Sose by Kawhi Leonard, and he does the awkward Kawhi laughed out of that. Just terrible. Uh, OBA's dad is the diva. But Des Bryant, I, the question is, who's the biggest sports uh, diva in sports today? I didn't want to go all time. It opens it up to some hatred of some old school people. But who is the biggest diva in sports today? Uh, we're going to put up the poll on social media. We got to get out early today because we got the Rangers coming up here at 630 pregame. Starting their series against the Angels. 
Thank you so much for everybody who joined us on the text line today. Played with us. 512-337-3776. We'll be back tomorrow doing it again. So don't go nowhere. Enjoy the Rangers tonight. Enjoy your night. Be safe out there. Take care of each other and take care of yourself. Keep your underwear clean. And we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Sports Complex on the Horn.